Welcome to the CityGate Church podcast. Today's message was recorded at our live Sunday services, and we hope that it encourages you to know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. Good morning, church. So I am preaching on the Dead Poets Society. And I know already a lot of you aren't going to know the film. I love a good drama, you see. I do like Marvel and I do like a chick flick, but I like a good drama. And I know this is an old film as well, because I've spoken to some people and they've said, dead what? What? What's dead? What's dead? And I love this film, and if you know the film, you know exactly what this next clip is going to be about. Because there's lots of you who don't know, I want to take you on the journey for this clip. Okay, you've already seen in the trailer, this is a sort of a 1950s New England boarding school for young men. And this new teacher, Mr Keating, has come along, and he's going to talk to them about English literature And the boys are just ready. It's going to be quite boring. Remember your school days? You know, oh gosh, what's this going to be about? Charles Dickens. Is it going to be about Shakespeare? But he starts inspiring them. He starts talking to them about life. He starts talking to them about the fulfillment of their life. And this is where this clip starts. Seize the day. I want you to, first of all, Shout it out to me. Shout it out. Seize the day. Turn to the person on your left and right, eyeball them and say, seize the day. If you've seen Dead Poets Society, this scene is forever etched in your mind. It's the past calls to the present. Carpian diem. Seize the day. Seize the day. And today, God is calling to each one of you, and I can prophesy this over you all, seize the day. You can have an extraordinary life, but you need to seize the day. And I'm going to pray right now because I don't want this preach to be anything of me. I want it all to be about God. So if you just join with me as I just quickly pray. Father God, I just pray and thank you that you are in the midst of us right now. I thank you that your word is light in the darkness. I pray for every single person who's going to hear this, that they're going to hear exactly what you want to be telling them, calling them to do. So Father, I pray as I preach nothing of me, all of you, all of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I pray that you minister to everyone in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Every day, God gives us opportunities. Every day, God gives us opportunities. Maybe it's sharing our faith with someone on the bus or over the potatoes in Sainsbury's. I've done that. I've had some good conversations over the veggies in Sainsbury's. Maybe it's helping a neighbour, making a new friend, writing that business proposal, starting something new that God's been speaking to you about. Or maybe it's just challenge yourself. We're going to rise up, seize the day for the glory of God. Or we let the moment pass and live to look back with bitter regret over what might have been. 
I had a, a bit of a regret moment, and it was about 15 years ago, and I was doing a women's event, and we were raising some money within the women's event for uh, a charity. And um, I'd gone along, I'd spoken to the charity, the receptionist was really lovely, she was so nice. Then I met the leader of the charity or whatever, and um, oh gosh, she was really formidable. She was like a girl guy captain, she was like a headmistress. She, oh, scared me. Um, but she was very, very nice. But 15 years ago, I wasn't in this place I am now. So I was sort of like, oh, hello, and everything. Anyway, we raised quite a lot of money. She was overwhelmed. She was thrilled. I'd spoken to her about Jesus as well. And then these words came out of her mouth. She said, do you know what? I'd really like you to come to the trustee meeting. I'd really like you to come there. Um, you can, because the trustees are, are really interested about you and what your church has done for us and giving us this money. It's a very, very small charity. And um, this is when I would like to say to you, oh, I seized the day. I did it. I, I took it. You know, I went there. I spoke with authority. No. I completely chickened out, and I didn't seize the day, and I said I was busy. So that was a really bad time when I just didn't seize the day. So as I speak to you, I'm coming from a place of a person who has got, I haven't got regrets anymore, but I know I didn't seize the day. And for whatever reason was that was, and for whatever reason, you're not seizing your day. Let's go on a journey this morning to get you through to think, do you know what? I am going to seize that day. I am going to do what God's calling me. I am going to do that idea. I am going to challenge myself. So, seize the day. Or, could we put it another way? Another way is strike while the iron is hot. My grandma used to say that to me a lot. So, for those who are like, uh, what do you mean by that? When a blacksmith works on a piece of iron and wants to work it into a shape, the iron must be struck with a hammer while it's hot. When it cools down, you've missed the moment. A little bit like me 15 years ago. I did not, when I, you know, I, didn't, I missed that moment. So seize the day. How many of you make plans the night before? I do. Do you know, in the morning, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Maybe you're going to say, yeah, do you know what, in the morning, I'm going to go to the gym. In the morning, I'll put my running shoes out, I'm going to be running, I'll see you there. Maybe in the morning, you're going to, in the morning, I'm going to throw away all my crisps and all those things. Because, do you know, this is the day I'm going to lose weight. Maybe you're going to get up and go, this is the morning, I've got my journal, I'm going to start my prayer journal and writing down all those inspiring words that God has told me. You're ready to seize the day. You're red hot. But by the morning, it's cool. And the du duvet has called you too. And the duvet has come over your head. Oh, do you know what? I'll do it tomorrow. Which actually is the problem, as long as you do it tomorrow but you haven't seized the day at all. If I could survey all the people here, I think most of you would agree that you will want to seize the day. No one wants a mediocre life. At least we're not going to be willing to admit it, are we? We want our lives to be full. We want our lives to be abundant. Yet so often we get caught up in a life that we don't seize the day. And that life that God has given us 
God has only given us one life, and every day is a new day. So why don't we seize the day? And these are some of them that I've asked people, you know, why don't you think you seize the day? And some of them are my, why I don't seize the day. Sometimes deadlines. You know, well, no, no, I can't do that. I can't do that because, you know, I've got this to do. I must get this done. I must get this done. And you don't actually see there's a seize the day moment. And you're so focused on this deadline you've got to do. Maybe there's commitments sometimes. And I always remember when my children were very little, somebody said to me, they said, do you know what, Sally? The washing can be done any day. That's so wise. I think that day I packed a picnic and I took my kids down to Canberra Sands and the washing pile was still there when I got back. But hey, do you know what I mean? I seized the day. It was a beautiful sunny day. You've got to seize those moments. You've got to seize those moments. But we get so bogged down with the mediocre um, of life and the mundane of life and we, we miss those seize the day moments. Sometimes it's wrong priorities. You know, right, I'm going to start jogging. But do you know what? I need my eight hours sleep. So now I can't do the 6 a.m. in the gym. And you just, your priorities aren't the correct priorities. And sometimes you have to change things to seize the day. You can't stay in the same normal. You need to change things. You need to get out of that comfort zone and change the things to see, have a seize the day moment. Maybe there's distractions. Like maybe my seize the day moment oh, is over there. And I'm like, yes. Do you know what? I'm seizing the day. It's over there, everyone. And then I suddenly see, oh, there's two people from my small group. Oh, hi, how are you? Should we go for coffee? <laughs> I've completely been distracted for my seize the moment day. Maybe it's comfort. And can I put that with inconvenience? Oh, I really want to do this seize the moment. You know, I know it's what God's calling me. But, you know, it's so inconvenient at the moment. And do you know what? I quite like it as it is. I like my life. I don't want to change anything. I just, I just don't want to do that. Sometimes we need to get out of that comfort because there's something really exciting that God's put there for you. Sometimes we need to break those molds and think, do you know what? I'm going to do this. Because if you saw what uh, the, the teacher, Mr. Keating, was doing, he was breaking the mould. He was breaking the mould of those kids. Those kids have been brought up in a very uptight uh, New England society. And he was breaking the mould. Do you know, there's more. There's more. Come on, boys. There's more. What does that make you feel? I mean, I would not recommend tearing pages. I love books. But, you know, he was doing that. And sometimes you need to do something to knock you out of what you're doing to think, do you know, I can do that seize the moment moment. I can do it. Though we want more fulfillment from every day, and if we're truthful, we do. We want those abundant, fulfilling days. It just seems within our, without our grasps. Matthew 19, verse 26 says, with men, this is impossible. Do you know, it's impossible for us sometimes. You know, all those things I said, deadlines, commitments, uh, inconvenience, comfort. Sometimes that's impossible. But with God. But with God. 
but with God, all things are possible, even seizing the get the day. So I want you to say again, you're going to seize the day. Come on, church. We're going to seize the day. We're going to seize the day. There's an old song that uh, when I was a, a very young Christian that we used to sing in a Songs of Fellowship book, which was, a, I can remember, it was a little yellow book. And it was called, uh, This is the Day the Lord Has Made. I'm not going to sing it. I love you too much. <laughs> this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. So can I say to you, on Monday, this is the day. This is the day. This is the Monday that the Lord has made and you will be glad in it and you will rejoice and you will seize the day of every opportunity that you've got in that Monday. That is what our God is calling us to. And just like that teacher who broke that mould, he wants to break the mould so that we can all have those seize the day moments. So I quickly would just want to go through Three Bible passages where people seized the moment. I, they should come up all the Bible verses. I'm not going to read all of it just because of time. But, but first of all, it's the pool of Bethsaida. And there obviously is at the pool, there's the man who's crippled. And he's, he's, by, he's just moved to where the water is. And when Jesus saw him lying there, and he knew that he already had been in that condition a long time, he said to him, do you want to answer him? Sir, I have no man to put me in the pool when the water is stirred. But while I'm coming, while I'm coming, while I'm seizing the day, while I'm coming, while I'm coming, while I'm seizing the day, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, rise up, take your bed and walk. That man, he seized his day every day. Every day he got near to that pool because every day was going to be his miracle. Every day he was expecting a seize the day moment that he was going to be well. He was going to be able to get up and he was going to be able to walk. The first thing I want to tell you about seizing the day is take responsibility for the day. We cannot blame anyone else. When that phrase comes out of our mouth, why did I waste my day? Why did I miss the opportunity God has given me? The day is yours. The day is yours. You know, when I missed that opportunity, I couldn't blame it on anybody. Oh, you know, it's really hard because I was a young mum then. No, it was my responsibility. Oh, you know, there was other things going on. No, it was my responsibility. I should have seized that moment. I didn't. I can't blame anything. I can't blame my husband, my friends. I can't. It was my responsibility. It's your responsibility. Nobody else's. That man was going down to that pool every day because it was his responsibility. Your choices will make or break you. Listen, your choices you make will make you or break you. So seize the day. Seize the day. But in your family, 
Seize the day with your friends. Maybe there's some people, relationships. You need to seize the day. Maybe there's some reconciliation that needs to be done. Maybe you need to seize that day to do that. Maybe it's work. Maybe you need to seize that day and go in to see your boss and ask for that pay increase. Or actually give him that idea that you've been too nervous to, to go in and talk to him about. You need to seize the day. And those gifts. You know what I'm talking about. Those gifts that God has placed within you. Those when you're on your own. When you're in your time of prayer and God's speaking to you. They're they're sort of, yeah, thanks God. You know, just put them in my back. One day, God. One day, one day. Right, next question. No, no, one day, God. One day, God. We've all done it. It's your responsibility to start using them. It's your responsibility to start using that amazing teaching uh, gift you've got. It's your uh, responsibility, if you've got musical gifting, to use that. Maybe your admin gifting in church. Use it. Seize the day. It's your responsibility. Can I say to you, maybe you need to go to that pool again, just like that man. Maybe you're, and I think this is a word for somebody, maybe you need to go back to the pool, just like that man did, and wait for your miracle. Maybe you need to seize the day and go, yeah, I'm going back to that pool, God. I'm going to go back to that pool for refreshing, and I'm going to go back to that pool because I know my Jesus will be at that pool, because I'm going to seize the day. Too long I've been up the mountain, not bothering, but now I'm walking to that pool because I'm going to say, yes, Jesus, I'm seizing the day. I know I've put things in my back pocket, but today I'm going to seize the day. So number one, take responsibility for the day. Number two, own your day. And here's another lovely Bible story. Mark 2, verse 4 to 5. And it's about some friends who've got a friend who's paralysed. And just start thinking of maybe there's some friends in your lives that you just want something done for them. And these friends, they come along and they see that where Jesus is, there's so many crowds you can't get in. But you know what? They're seizing the day. My friend is going to get healed today. Can't you imagine that feistiness? I don't know if you've seen it in The Chosen, but even in that, I get that feistiness. No, no, I don't care there's crowds. We're going to get in. This, my friend, is going to get healed today. My friend is going to get healed today and I'm going to seize that day. So what are we going to do? We're going to go up. We're going to go up. We're going to break off the roof and we're going to bring him down. We're going to bring him down into the presence of Jesus. And my friend is going to be healed because we're seizing the day. Sometimes you need to name the day. They name the day. Maybe you need to name the day. Today, I'm going to the gym. Today, I'm going to start losing weight. Today, I'm going to write out that business proposal. Today, I'm going to ring that friend and I'm going to say I'm sorry. Today, I'm going to start that, talk about starting that small group. Today, I'm going to audition maybe for something in the church. Today, I'm going to do it. I'm going to seize the day. I'm naming the day. Today is the day. I'm going to do it. Now, a lot of you might say, yeah, but what if I don't? Well, what you need to do is write it down you always write the vision down. Write it down. This week, on Monday, I'm doing this. And if you don't, it doesn't matter. Do it Tuesday. 
name the day. Don't let failure get you, because that's why a lot of you are not seizing the day, because you're wrapped up in failure. Failure is not final. You just need to name the day. So write it down. And at the end of the day, did you do what you said you were going to do or not? If you didn't, do it another day. If you did, have a little celebrate, do a little happy dance, do whatever you need to do. But celebrate, you've done it. The friends that lowered their friend through the roof, they named the day. Today, our friend is going to be healed by this Jesus. We need to seize the day, not only for ourselves, but for others. Who in your life do you need to name the day? You need to name the day maybe for some stuff in your life, but for others. You need to seize the day for them. And point three, and I'm actually just about to close. Number three is nothing spectacular. So we've had take responsibility for the day, own your day. And number three is actually seize the day. Because when it comes down to it, you've got to seize the day. Now, in that trailer, you had those paintings. And he brings them along and says, see to those paintings. They're old people now. And they're saying to you, carpia deum, seize the day, carpia deum. We have no old paintings. But what we do have is an old girl here who next year is getting a bus pass. So I can say to you, seize the day. Seize the day. Seize the day. Seize the day. Learn from some stuff within me. Seize the day. Don't let a day go past where you haven't seized the day for those things that God has called you to do. So my last one is, I want to tell you about a person now. And he really seized the day. And he sees the day for you and me. And I want to go to this Bible verse that is in John 18, 4 to 5. It says, Jesus, therefore, knowing all things that would come upon him, went forward and said to them, whom are you seeking? They answered, Jesus of Nazareth. And Jesus said to him, I am he. I am he. He knew what was going to happen. Hear that. He knew what was going to happen. That was great. He could have said, no, actually, I'm Joe Bloggs. <laughs> I don't know who Jesus is. He could have backed out. He had every, he's the son of God. He could have done whatever. But no, he's seizing the day for me and you. He's going to seize the day. And he's saying, I am he. I am he who will die on the cross. So you lot can be free and me lot. So people can be free. I'm he who will be whipped and tortured because those stripes are the promise of healing. And we can sit here today, if you're a born again believer, going know that Jesus can heal. And we can sit in that covenant of healing because I am he because Jesus sees the day. I am he who gives eternal life. If we've got loved ones who are not with us anymore, we know where they are. If they knew Jesus, we know exactly where they are. And for us too, there's no, no need to fear about like those men in the picture in 1902 when he says they're, they're coming up with tulips or whatever he says. We, we're going to heaven to be with our Jesus because he sees the day. I'm here who will never leave you nor forsake you. 
Oh, I don't know about you. Sometimes life can be a bit rough, can't it? It can be a bit up and down and things can go not how you thought. But he never leaves you. He never forsakes you. Because this Jesus, he sees the day. Jesus knew the things. When he says, um, Jesus knowing all things, he knew all things. He knew what was going to happen to him then. He knew what the whole, whole bit of going to, being tortured and then being, having to hang, hang on a cross. But he saw the future too. And he saw me and he saw you. And he seized the day. So I want to ask you, and I'm going to ask you just with every head bowed, I'm going to ask some very brave people here who don't know Jesus, that this is your day to seize the day. Because this is an opportunity. Remember, the iron gets hot um, and then it gets cold. This is an iron, red hot moment. This is red hot moment when Jesus is wooing you. He's saying, come, come, come and know me. And all I'm going to do is ask you to do one simple thing. And that's just put your hands up. That's all. And then you're going to put your hand down. And there's some lovely people from our Connect team. Uh, they're going to come and just say hi to you. And they're going to give you a Bible. That's all. Nothing else. Okay? Nothing embarrassing at all. You're just going to raise your hand very quickly. We just need to notice your hands there. But you know, your life is going to change. And I really want to say to you, seize the day. So with every head bowed, every eye closed, I want to ask, is there anybody here who wants to say yes to Jesus? Just put your hands up. Just very, very quickly, put your hands up. I'm looking along. I know it's hard. I know. But just remember that. Seize the day. Today is that red hot moment where you can put your hands up and say yes. It's going to change your life going to make your life so much better. There's so many people, you've probably been bought by somebody who talks about Jesus all the time. And we so want to invite you to know him as well. So one last look. We're going to say a prayer together. The prayer is going to come up on the back here and we're going to say it together. And I think the prayer, oh, here it is. Thank you. We're going to say this. Whether you put your hands up or not, whether you've been a Christian for a long, long time, let's just say this and just let's just recognise that our Jesus has seized the day. And just let's recognise that tomorrow's Monday. We're going to seize that day. We're going to seize that day. We're going to do those things. We're going to write them down. We're going to take responsibility. We're going to own that day. And we're going to seize the day. So let's go. Heavenly Father, thank you that you love me and you show me this by sending your Son, Jesus to die on the cross for me. I give my life to you and turn away from my old life. I receive you as my Lord, Saviour and friend. Amen.